Factional Warfare Factional Warfare, often abbreviated as FW, is a game mechanic whereby you can sign up to fight for one of the four Empire factions, against its enemy faction, for control over certain areas of Losec space. It was first introduced in the Empyrean Age expansion, in 2008, to offer players a stepping stone into PvP, player versus player, gameplay. In 2022, the Uprising expansion made sweeping changes across many faction warfare mechanics. Faction warfare is primarily centered around two war zones, areas of low sec contested by two empires, the Amarmin Matar war zone and the Kaldari Galenti war zone, which each are located on the border of the two respective empires. In these war zones, players who participate in faction warfare, attempt to conquer star systems for their empire, and are rewarded with loyalty points and increased faction standings for their efforts. Additionally, as players who participate in faction warfare are effectively at war with one of the four empire factions in the game, they can therefore attack, and be attacked by, players fighting for the enemy faction anywhere in New Eden, as well as fight the enemy NPC faction navies, who patrol the high-sec star systems belonging to their faction. Joining as a solo player Faction warfare can be joined through the militia office window in a station belonging to the empire you wish to fight for. Any player can join faction warfare provided that their standings towards the empire faction are 0.0 or greater. Note that only raw, unmodified standings count, that is, without taking the effects of skills like social into account. You can check your standings on your character page. You can enlist at any station belonging to the Empire faction by opening the Militia Office window, from the Neocom or the Station Services window. Note that even though the Khanid Kingdom and the Amatar Mandate are affiliated with the Amar Empire, they do not count as being a part of it, and therefore you cannot join faction warfare from their stations. A player enlisting while a member of an NPC corporation, will leave that corporation and automatically join one of the four faction militia corporations. For Amar, the 24th Imperial Crusade. For Kaldari, the State Protectorate. For Galenti, the Federal Defense Union. For Minmatar, the Tribal Liberation Force. Joining as a solo player happens immediately. These militia corporations have NPC agents working for them, which offer missions to pilots enlisted with their respective faction. Direct Enlistment An unaligned corporation may allow individuals to direct enlist in faction warfare without enlisting the entire corporation. If corporation settings allow for it, members of the same corporation can join opposing factions, becoming legal militia war targets to each other. Corporation leadership can limit the factions that members are able to join in order to prevent corpmates from becoming war targets to each other, to focus on aiding a specific faction, or for any other reason. With direct enlistment enabled, corporation members may enlist and unenlist in faction warfare at will, with any faction that their corporation allows for, and that they have sufficient standing to enlist with. Enlisting or retiring individually, using direct enlistment, happens immediately. Once you have retired from a faction warfare militia, you may not enlist again for 24 hours, 
after which time you may re-enlist at will. Joining as a corporation The CEO or director of a corporation can enlist their entire corporation to faction warfare, and the executor of an alliance may do so on behalf of the alliance. If part of an alliance the corporation retains the decision to join faction warfare, so an alliance cannot prevent a member corporation from joining. While individual pilots can join and leave the militias at any time, corporations and alliances will have to wait some time before they are joined into the warfare and may fight on behalf of their chosen empire. As with solo players, the corporation must have a standing of 0.0, .0 of greater towards the empire they wish to fight for. Corporation standings are an average of its all members' individual standings. Enlisting a corporation takes effect after the next downtime. Players must be in a corporation flagged for faction warfare to participate. There is no way for an individual in a FW Corp to opt out, if the corporation changes their flag to join the militia, every member of that corporation automatically joins with the corp. Third Parting It is possible for third parties, those not enrolled in faction warfare directly, to fight those who are. Sliding into a complex or aggressing a capsuleer enrolled in faction warfare will generally give a suspect timer. It will also decrease security status and decrease standing with the targeted faction. Third parties will not receive faction warfare rewards like loyalty points, LPs. Third partying on faction warfare is a common way to find PvP content in low-sec space for those not enrolled in faction warfare themselves, such as EVE University members. War Zones Faction warfare revolves around two conflicts, one between the Amar and the Minmatar, and the other between the Kaldari and the Galenti. The majority of the actions take place in two areas of low security space, each of which is contested by two empires, known as War Zones. The Amar Minmatar War Zone extends into parts of the Devoid, Bleak Lands, Haymatar, and Metropolis regions while the Kaldari-Galenti war zone extends into parts of the Black Rise, Citadel, Essence, Verge Vendor, and Placid regions. The high-security systems on the borders of the war zones are often used as staging areas, as players fighting for the enemy militia cannot enter them without being attacked by friendly NPC faction navy ships, although many player corporations also use systems inside the war zones themselves as home bases. The core faction warfare gameplay of capturing systems and running missions takes place exclusively within the war zones. Dotlon has very useful maps of the war zones. Amar. Region, Devoid. Constellations, Semu and Jai, the Bleak Lands, Saison, Tandwaras, and Varma. Minmatar. Region, Haymatar. Constellations, Head and Huvilma. Metropolis, Essen, Tyat, Ujidai, Angels, and Aldodan. Kaldari. Region, the Citadel. Constellations, Ayama and Isoma, Black Rise, Inalari, Ishaga, Kerala, and Okakola. Galenti. Region, Essence. Constellations, John and Veers, Verge Vendor, Obre and Wenki, Placid, Amavink, Pigular, and Certhold. Capturing Systems 
The core mechanics of faction warfare revolve around capturing and holding star systems in the war zones. This occurs in two steps. 1. Attacking and completing complexes in a system to make the system vulnerable to capture. 2. Once the system is vulnerable, attack and destroy, capture, the system's infrastructure hub, also known as an iHub, to capture the system. A system starts off as stable, or uncontested. The attacking faction must first attack and complete complexes in the system, this is known as offensive plexing. For each completed complex, the system becomes ever more contested, commonly quoted from 0% to 100%, sometimes also measured in victory points. Once a system has become 100% contested, it is listed as vulnerable, and the attacking faction can then attack the system's infrastructure hub. Once the infrastructure hub is destroyed, the system is considered lost and will switch to the attacking faction's control after the next server downtime. During this time, the defending faction can also complete complexes in the system, this is known as defensive plexing. For each completed complex, the system becomes ever less contested, or, if it's currently vulnerable, it will revert to being contested, all the way back to stable. While a system is vulnerable or lost, the attacking faction may still capture complexes, but they will not get any reward nor affect the system's capture. Additionally, once a system is vulnerable, the defending faction needs only to capture a few complexes to revert the system to contested, and therefore render the infrastructure hub invulnerable again. The attacking faction only create a small buffer against this by capturing more complexes while the system is vulnerable. Similarly, once the defending faction has captured enough complexes to revert a system to stable, the attacking faction only needs to capture one complex to put the system back to contested. Obviously, in addition to the mechanics above, pilots can, and should, attack the other faction's pilots to stop them from completing their objectives. Complexes To enter a complex, you must first activate the complex acceleration gate, which will warp you into the complex at its beacon. In order to capture the complex, you must stay within 30 kilometers of the capture point. Complexes can be found via the probe scanner. Faction warfare complexes, commonly known as plexus, not to be confused with plex, are small areas of dead space in war zone star systems. They are a type of cosmic anomaly, which means that they show up on the system scanner, but do not need scan probes to find, although once someone has warped to a complex, they will also show up on the overview, even if someone initiated a warp to them, but cancelled it immediately. Like most other dead space complexes, you cannot warp directly into them, but must first use an acceleration gate, after which you will land at the complex beacon. Open complexes do not have an acceleration gate, but are still a dead space grid, you cannot light a sinusural field inside or on grid outside a complex. As of the loyalty to LOSEC update in March 2020, pilots who are not active faction warfare participants will have to go suspect in order to take the gate. The gate may be activated from up to 100 kilometers away, but war pins are measured from the beacon and may vary as all warps do, so warping at 100 kilometers does not guarantee you will be able to slide immediately. 
At the center of each complex, a few kilometers away from the beacon, is the capture point, sometimes called a button. An NPC ship belonging to the faction controlling the star system defends the complex. Capturing Complexes In order to capture a complex, you must first clear the area, radius, 30 kilometers, around the capture point of enemy ships. If you're the attacking faction, this includes killing the defending NPC, if you're the defending faction, the NPC will obviously not fire on you, and therefore you shouldn't destroy it, even if it appears as hostile on your overview. Then you must stay inside the capture radius, within 30 kilometers of the capture point, until the complex timer has counted down to zero. At which point you will have captured the complex. You can see how much time is left by selecting the capture point. Additional ships from your faction will not make the timer count down faster, if you leave the complex or the capture radius, the timer will pause, but will not reset. If an enemy ship enters the complex, the timer will also pause until ships from only one faction are present in the complex capture radius, and then it will resume counting down. Note that the timers for both factions are additive, so if a Kaldari pilot has spent three minutes capturing a complex, and is then destroyed by an incoming Galenti pilot, the Galenti pilot would have to spend an extra three minutes in the complex in order to capture it, in order to undo the capturing previously done by the Kaldari pilot, so to speak. No ship can cloak within the capture radius of a complex. Neutral pilots, that is pilots who are not enlisted in a militia, can enter a complex, but cannot capture it, their presence doesn't affect the complex timer. Pilots in a militia can capture complexes in their allies' warzone, but only on their allies' behalf, gaining their own faction of loyalty points, so, for example, a pilot fighting for the Minmatar could go to the Kaldari Galenti warzone and capture a complex on behalf of their ally, the Galenti, and receive Minmatar loyalty points. Once a complex has been captured, it disappears from the scanner slash overview and depawns after a few minutes. A new complex of the same size will spawn about 30 minutes after the previous one was captured. On average, there will be one or two complexes of each type in a system. However, if many players have been active in a system recently, it may be the case that, for a brief time, there are no complexes available to capture. Complex Types Complexes come in a variety of types. They vary in what kinds of ships are allowed to enter? What NPC defends them? How long it takes to capture them? How many capsuleers the reward scales to? The name of a complex contains all information about its type. Names are formed as, size, plus, navy or advanced, plus, a number or open complex, NVI. Short for Navy. Indicate site only allows T1 and Navy ships to enter, no pirate faction, T2 or T3. ADV short for Advanced. Indicate site allows T2 and pirate faction ships, and T3 ships in some circumstances. So CT and Triglavian ships are limited to these complexes. Number. This number indicates the number of characters the site reward scales to, 
before reducing loyalty point payout, either 1 or 5. Open Complex This is an open site, a site without restrictions or an acceleration gate, and has a similar defending NPC to large complexes. Size Controls which ship sizes are allowed in, capture times, and the NPC defenders, according to the following table. Type, Scout Capture time, 10 minutes Allowed ships, frigates and smaller NPC defender, frigate Next Type, small Capture time, 10 minutes Allowed ships, destroyers and smaller NPC defender, destroyer Next Type, medium Capture time 15 minutes. Allowed ships, cruisers and smaller. NPC defender, cruiser. Next. Type, large. Capture time, 15 minutes. Allowed ships, battleships and smaller. NPC defender, battlecruiser. Next. Type, open. Capture time, 15 minutes. Allowed ships, unrestricted. NPC Defender, Battlecruiser. As of the 1st of December 2022, there is conflicting text between patch notes, some in-game site beacon descriptions, and in-game descriptions on acceleration gates. The above sizes come from the patch notes should be correct for T1-T2 Pirate-Navy-Empire ships of all sizes. Strategic cruisers, tactical destroyers, and more esoteric classes like flag cruisers may have in-game mechanics that conflict with the patch note descriptions of what can slide. Ventures are no longer able to capture faction warfare complexes. T3 ships are even more limited in their ability enter complexes, only able to enter ADV plexus of a larger size and open plexus. For example, a T3 destroyer can enter a medium ADV or large ADV plex, but it cannot enter a small ADV plex like other destroyer-sized ships can. Along this same line, T3 cruisers can only enter large ADV plexus and open plexus. For example, Amar Medium NVY-5 would indicate a site in an Amar-owned system where the rewards scale to 5 capsuleers, and Tech-1 or Navy ships of size cruiser or smaller are allowed inside. While each type of complex contributes the same amount to capturing a system, measured in victory points, capturing larger complexes result in higher rewards. Additionally, capturing complexes in enemy-held systems, offensive plexing, gives higher rewards than capturing complexes in friendly-held systems, defensive plexing. Complexes are defended by a single NPC, in rare cases too, it's designed to be killed without too much trouble by a player ship of similar size. Once killed, the NPC defender will respawn after between 90 and 180 seconds for novice and small complexes. In medium and large complexes, the NPC respawns after between 90 and 300 seconds. Which systems have complexes, and which complexes a system has available, can both be found in the agency window under Encounters Faction Warfare. Battlefields
Along with normal complexes, there are also much larger faction warfare sites called battlefields. Battlefields have a number of unique capture mechanics, such as Battlefields include multiple capture points, on grid with each other. Holding a capture point earns capture points for your faction when it ticks down. Enemy faction NPCs and players block capture. Pods cannot capture. Winning a battlefield provides a large number of loyalty points to the winning side. Winning a battlefield provides a very large amount of advantage to the winning faction's advantage system level. Battlefields also have unique mechanics for capsuleers sliding in. The inside and outside are both full, normal dead space. The acceleration gate is further off the beacon than normal FW complexes, 10 to 20 kilometers, and only allows T1 and Navy ships. In contrast to normal faction warfare complexes, capture points are typically about 75 to 125 kilometers from the landing point for capsuleers who are not enrolled in faction warfare. Those enrolled in faction warfare may land closer to capture points. There are three landing points, one for each faction, and one for neutral capsuleers. Operation Centers Operation Centers are level 3 data sites that can only be found in the rearguard systems of faction warfare low-sec space. The sites can be scanned down by any capsuleer, but only participants in the opposing faction are able to hack the cans. Operation Centers are named for the Empire whose system they are in, such as, Kaldari Operation Center. Each site contains five cans, one in each direction beside the landing point. The cans are mostly sleeper difficulty and can be failed as many times as necessary without consequences. If a can is successfully hacked, NPCs will arrive 5 to 10 seconds later and attack the hacker. The most important loot in operation centers are the encoder splices and decoder packages, because these sites are the only way to obtain them, and they are required to purchase the propaganda broadcast structure and listening outpost, respectively. As such it is recommended to use a cargo scanner to find which can has the splice and decoders, and obtain them first. Infrastructure Hub The Infrastructure Hub, or I-Hub, is a structure in space that the attacking faction needs to destroy in order to capture a system. The I-Hub can be found, and be warped to, from the overview, but can only be damaged if the star system is in a vulnerable state, and then only by pilots of the attacking faction. Pilots of the defending faction, pilots in an allied militia, or neutral pilots cannot damage the I-Hub. The iHub has 25 million hit points, HP, with 7.5 each in shield and armor, and 10 in structure. This means that a medium-sized fleet is needed to destroy an iHub in a reasonable period of time, keeping in mind that its peak shield recharge rate is around 1700 HP per second, which is the absolute minimum amount of DPS needed to break through its shields. Once the iHub is destroyed, the system will be lost and will switch to being occupied by the attacking faction after the next server downtime. If a system is vulnerable, and if the defending faction can capture enough complexes, the system will revert back to contested. The iHub will then become invulnerable again, and any damage which the attacking faction has so far managed to do to it is reset.
Therefore, while attacking the I-Hub, the attacking faction must also prevent the defending faction from capturing complexes. The I-Hub is also the place where pilots of the defending faction can donate loyalty points to upgrade the system. Victory Points Formally, how contested a system is is measured in how many victory points have been accumulated by the attacking faction for that system. If the attacking faction has not yet accumulated any victory points for that system, then the system is stable, and if they then capture a complex, regardless of its size, they are rewarded with 20 victory points, conversely, if the defending faction captures a complex, 20 victory points are subtracted. In order to bring a system to vulnerable, the attacking faction must accumulate 3000 victory points, that is capture 150 complexes more than the defending faction. Once a system is vulnerable, the attacking faction can continue capturing complexes until they have a buffer of 100 victory points, this is to give themselves some breathing room while they attack the I-Hub. Advantage Advantage in a system makes it easier to capture and defend a system. Having the advantage increases the number of victory points gained when capturing complexes in that system. Advantage can be increased by winning battlefields, deploying several deployable structures, or completing rendezvous point combat sites. It is also possible to reduce the enemy's advantage in a system by destroying enemy supply caches slash depots or deploying propaganda billboards. Supply Caches Supply caches, also called supply depots, are NPC faction structures that, when destroyed, will remove some advantage in the system from that faction. These structures are guarded by a small NPC fleet of frigates, destroyers, and cruisers. Each faction has their own supply caches that will semi-randomly spawn throughout friendly and enemy faction warfare space. Supply caches grant roughly 10,000 LP to every player who damaged the structure. There is no limit on the amount of time between damaging the structure and the structure being destroyed for you to qualify to collect the reward. In other words, every pilot who had ever damaged a supply cache would get an LP payout if the supply cache were destroyed. One method of generating LP is to warp to a supply cache, damage it, and warp off before the NPCs can kill you, leaving the job of finishing off the structure to a bigger fleet. For example, if a Galenti supply cache is destroyed, every pilot who damaged the supply cache will be granted the full LP payout and the Galenti faction will lose some advantage in the system. Faction Warfare Missions Each of the four Faction Warfare NPC corporations, militias, have a number of agents which offer missions to pilots enlisted with their militia, and their allied militia. These missions are similar to the encounter missions offered by agents of empire corporations, but they are run exclusively in the war zones, although they do not contribute to capturing or defending star systems in those war zones. You are rewarded with ISK and loyalty points LPs, for completing these missions. Rewards while the primary reason for faction warfare is to encourage PvP in low sec, players are also rewarded directly for participating in the faction warfare mechanics. Complexes and iHubs If you capture a complex you are rewarded with loyalty points, 
for your faction's militia corporation, so a pilot flying for the Galenti would receive LP for the Federal Defense Union. The LP rewards for capturing a complex in an enemy-held system, offensive plexing, depend on the size of the complex and on the system status, frontline, command operation, or rearguard. A rearguard system has a minus 99% LP multiplier, while other status are shown in a table below. You have to be within the complex capture radius at the moment it's completed, that is when the timer runs out, to receive a reward, if there are multiple pilots within the complex at the moment it's completed, the LP reward is split evenly between them, irrespective of how long they have been there. You get no rewards for partially completing a complex. If you capture a complex in a friendly held system, defensive plexing, you receive a reduced reward based on how contested the system is. This means capturing a complex in a friendly held system will pay out, at most, 75% as much as capturing an equivalent complex in an enemy held system, and the closer the system is to stable, the lower the reward. The base reward for destroying an infrastructure hub is 40,000 LP, split between all the pilots who damaged the iHub. iHub Tier 1, 20,000 LPs. iHub Tier 2, 40,000 LPs. iHub Tier 3, 70,000 LPs. iHub Tier 4, 100,000 LPs. iHub Tier 5, 130,000 LPs. Missions Missions in Faction Warfare, just like missions anywhere else in EVE, pay in both ISK and Loyalty Points LPs. The rewards from these missions depend on both the mission level and the security rating of the system where the agent is located. The lower the security rating, the higher the rewards. Any levels of the negotiation and security connection skills you have trained, increase the ISK and LP rewards, respectively. In addition, just like with capturing complexes, the LP rewards are also affected by your faction's tier, so if a mission normally pays, say 1000 LPs, but your faction is at tier 3, you would receive 1000 plus 75% equals 1750 LPs. Since these different bonuses stack, the LP rewards from high-level missions can be very high indeed, when combined with a high faction tier and a few levels of the security connection skill. Note that, unlike missions in Empire Space, the NPC enemies you kill in Faction Warfare missions, do not have bounties on them and drop very little loot, other than Navy Tags, which can be sold or used to buy items in the LP store. Destroying Enemy Players' Ships In addition to any loot you may recover from the wreck of any enemy player's ships you destroy, you will also receive loyalty points based on the value of the ship you killed including modules and the contents of their cargo bay. As with capturing complexes, if several pilots are involved in killing a ship, the reward is shared equally between them. The LP reward scales with faction tier, but is capped at 50,000 LP per kill. Faction Warfare LP Store As with all corporations which reward loyalty points, LPs, the four faction militia corporations each have a LP store where you can buy implants, modules, ships, blueprints and skillbooks with the LP you have earned. 
These stores stock a similar range of items to their respective faction Navy's LP stores, but at a discount. For example, the Apocalypse Navy issue costs 600,000 LP from the Amar Navy LP store, but only 250,000 LP from the 24th Imperial Crusade LP store. Standings and Ranks Participating in faction warfare can impact your standings towards, notably, the militia corporations and the empire factions. High standings towards your faction militia corporation not only grants you access to higher level mission agents, but also awards you ranks, which are visible on the decorations tab in your character sheet. You are promoted to a higher rank every time your standings reach an integer number, that is, 1.0, 2.0, When you are promoted, you also receive a one-off bonus to your standings with your faction, and a one-off decrease to your standings with the opposing empire faction. Otherwise, your rank is purely cosmetic. Promotions are notably the only source of standings loss with the opposing empire faction, although faction police of the enemy faction will still attack you in high-sec space of the opposing empire faction while you are enrolled in factional warfare. Faction Campaigns Beginning with the Faction Warfare Allegiance patch, version 21.03, March 14, 2023, a series of faction campaigns have occurred, allowing pilots to support one of the four empires in a series of events, leading to rewards for participation in furthering that empire's goals in the campaign. The following campaigns have occurred. Shipcaster Shadow War, March 14, 2023, ongoing. Permanent War Being enlisted in a faction warfare militia, be it as a solo player or as a corporation, means that you are constantly at war with the players enlisted in the enemy militia, and the enemy NPC Navy faction. The first of these is similar to being a member of a player-run corporation which is at war with another player-run corporation. You can attack pilots who are enlisted in the enemy militia anywhere in New Eden, Concord or sentry guns will not interfere, without impacting your security status, and, of course, they can also attack you. This effect is most felt in HiSec, where you now have to be on the lookout for enemy players. The second of these restrict your movement through HiSec systems controlled by the enemy faction. If you enter one of these systems, you will get a text warning on your screen, if you don't leave the system promptly, you will be attacked by NPC faction navy ships. These ships are more powerful the higher the security rating of the system you are in, and will use electronic warfare against you, such as nuts slash nose and webs. They will not point you, but they will web you, meaning if you warp off immediately it requires a very slow ship to be caught. They also do not scram, so if you are caught, you can still MJD to escape. Unlike Concord, it's certainly feasible to survive encounters with them, and with specifics fitting to sustain the NPC DPS it's even possible to camp in enemy space to catch opposing militia players, but they make travel through enemy-held high-sec a hassle at the least. The in-game star map, or a third-party site like Dotlon, can help you to plan safe routes. Additionally, you cannot dock with a ship in stations controlled by the enemy NPC factions in the war zones, but you can dock at enemy NPC stations in all other parts of space. 
This means that if you have items or ships in a station that is now held by the enemy faction you cannot access them until your faction takes the system back, although, in a pinch, you can create a contract to a neutral player, alt, or hauling service to get your items out. Leaving Faction Warfare You can leave Faction Warfare at any time through the Militia window if you joined as a solo player, or, for an entire corporation, the CEO or director can do this. You will keep any loyalty points you have earned, but will no longer be able to participate in the formal Faction Warfare mechanics, capturing complexes and systems, or running missions. Additionally, you can re-enlist at any time, provided you meet the criteria. If at any point your standings towards your faction drop below 0.0, that is without taking skills into account, you will receive a warning mail to raise them back up at the next server downtime. If you have not recovered your standings until the downtime after that, that is two downtimes after the standing drop, you will be instantly kicked out of the FW militia. The same rules apply for a corporation that join FW, except that in that case, it's the corporation's faction standings that counts. After you leave faction warfare the navies of your enemy factions will still attack you for several hours, even if you join the opposing faction militia. Your status as an enemy of the state does not show up in your standings, so be careful when you attempt to travel. Either relogging into your character or waiting up to 16 hours is enough for the enemy navies to forget about you, though this mechanic remains unexplored as to whether it is functioning as intended or in any form of consistency. Frontlines Report The Frontlines Report page provides live updates on the state of faction warfare in New Eden. The page features maps of conflict hotspots, information on the warzones, and a new video outlining how faction warfare works.